One, two, three. Welcome to the Smartest Amazon Seller Podcast. Got another episode. Very excited. Very good guest. Been around for a while and has an interesting uh, history. So Vince, you started, I met you first uh, with Helium 10. Right. And that's kind of your background. You got a lot of PPC experience there. That's where I first saw, you know, I started seeing you on YouTube videos everywhere. Yeah. And then uh, you connected with Mina, who is actually a two-time guest on this podcast. And I don't have a lot of two-time guests. It's because <laughs> Mina works hard and he's got unique interests, specialties. He's really known for supplements, you know, yes. By the end, I felt like I could launch a supplement myself. Yeah. Um, well, welcome <laughs> to the podcast, Vince. <laughs> Thank you. Appreciate that. <laughs> okay. So now Amazon PPC, like outside of this conversation, sure, it does billions of dollars a year. It is actually, you know, Amazon, they've had some headways with some of their businesses. It's not like e-commerce is growing. It's not doubling every year. Right. But their advertising is has been growing at such a steady clip that it can't be ignored. When I talk, you know, if, if you talk with Wall Street and they like ask, like, why is it growing? It's, it's because this type of advertising is so close to the bottom of the funnel that mm -hmm. brands know what they're getting. They, they know the conversions that like, you know, that they're paying for as opposed to other types of advertising. So yeah. this leads to the question what you've been living in this PPC space for a minute from the tool yeah. side and now the, the side, what trends or directions do you think Amazon is up to? Yeah, a great question. You know, I've been in Amazon PPC pretty much solid since 2017. I've been in digital marketing for a long time, almost 19 years now, actually. But, you know, as a consultant, I was able to take up and look at one of my clients PPC and say, you know, I could kind of figure this out. Back in 2017, there wasn't a lot of training and things. So kind of had to pick that up on my own. So I've really kind of seen it. I mean, I was I was there when there was no headline search ads. Like it was literally just sponsored yeah. product ads in the search yeah. result pages. So uh, I was there. If I knew then what I knew now. Right. Yeah. Even back then, this is a tip that I like to give too. I was an early adopter with, with my clients. Whenever I would see new campaign types, I would definitely suggest launching them. So yeah, I've been an early adopter of all the different campaign types. And, you know, even while, you know, in 2019, I started working at Helium 10 to, to launch their PPC side of their business. So I got to be very close, obviously, with Amazon, the Amazon ads team. That's when I started working kind of directly with them. And I've definitely noticed, you know, since then that their focus is really leaning heavily towards branding. You know, anything that they can do to further brand product, whether it be on the detail page with, you know, A plus content, premium content all the different ways that you can add video now, which you can also do video now in A-plus content. I've even seen sellers kind of push back on this. Like they'll mm -hmm. add, like, they'd be like, ask an Amazon employee, what should I do with my advertising? And they'll be like, invest more in sponsored brands. Yeah, and, and sponsored display now too, because sponsored displays heavily. You can have creative lifestyle creative within your sponsored display. There's sponsored display video placements now where you, so you can have a sponsored display. So what's the difference between sponsored brands video and sponsored display video? I mean, just the placements. Like, so sponsored display is on the pride detail page. It's in pretty key locations on the pages, uh, yeah. below the buy box, below the, if you're using contextual targeting, uh, below the bullets and things like that. So starting to see videos now, not a lot. 
I haven't seen a lot of them yet, but I knew, I know they're working because I have some clients that are, that are using them, but they're playing in those kind of key spots. It is closest to the decision box at the buy box that yeah. you can find. So. <laughs> to, to, to grab someone's attention there with videos, just again, it's, it's leaning heavily towards more branding, more, more lifestyle imagery. Wait, wait for Amazon to build a, an advertising product and they just put it like literally like one pixel away from the buy box. Right. Well, I mean, they're kind of already did that right now when, you know, we were just talking about headline search ads or sponsored brand ads, what they turned into. But again, these are the ads for listeners that are just below the, the search bar, right? On the search result page. Well, earlier this year, something else I like to, to just bring up sponsored brand video is now there too. Not only do you have video in the center of the page, which is standard, but I don't know if you've noticed there's video now on the bottom of the page too now, a lot for a lot of searches. So you'll see two video placements on the search results page. And okay. now since the beginning of this year, you can also have an ad right below the search bar, a video. Ad. Now, what, what does it mean if I'm not seeing a video there sometimes? It just means that the product you're searching for is, again, it's a brand new campaign type. So I'm not seeing it a lot, but I'm leveraging it for mine. If you search you on Amazon for target for, that spot, yeah, you can target that spot, but it, it's a very specific type of campaign. So recently, also earlier this year, Amazon included the ability to have multiple ad groups in your sponsor brand campaign. You, typically, ad groups were only available for sponsor product. So whatever, okay. for whatever reason, I don't know why I am an advocate of one campaign, one ad group. But so to me, that doesn't change anything as yeah. far as campaign setup, but for sponsor brands. They added the ability for multiple ad groups and they added the ability to direct it to the store. So a video now can go directly to your store. Most video ads go to the product detail page, right? So in order to take advantage of this new top placement, you have to create a brand new campaign and it has to be, it has to have an ad group name and it has to be, you have to have a store. If you don't have a store, you can't take advantage of that, okay. that search placement. Yeah, but it's, it's still rare. So I was like, it you'll, is. See it. you'll start seeing it more and more. As soon as more and more people start listening to podcasts like this and start hearing like, Oh, yeah, wow. yeah, no, it's going to become old news in a few years, but now it's sure. new news. So, yeah, so that's why I like bringing it up, and it's super powerful. I mean, imagine on your mobile phone, right? A lot of people are shopping directly in the app on their mobile yeah. phone. So, a video ad playing right below whatever you just search for, you know, to some shoppers up that might look native, right? It's just a video mm -hmm. ad that's playing, and it takes up the whole screen <laughs> because it's on your mobile. So, super powerful placement. Yeah, Amazon's generally what I've seen with the video placements. It's been cool. Like they've done a good job yeah. um, and a good job of like not being too invasive, but also like, you know, interesting. They're straddling that line. <laughs> yeah. No, interesting that like, here's what I'll say. Like the videos that I see, they usually help the shopping experience. They're not like too intrusive. They're very good about, I've had many, many, many a video ad. Nope. They're very good at only approving good videos that aren't really yeah oh yeah yeah the so video rejection a, rate is really I high a, i had a video that was rejected you know probably the last one that i tried i think i kind of took a step back this is just a few months ago i think we leaned into review type of language when uh -huh. we were reviewing the product do you think is that like a big trigger for them i mean it could be a little bit like you can't do you know if it's too ucg type then yeah that could be one reason right why they do it they don't like it to look too you know, user generated content. Okay. That's the direction that we were going. Yeah. So they don't like that for ads. It's not allowed. So you can do that on obviously your, your listing, put it in your store, put it in your premium content, your best content, but the ads, they do have rules about how it should look and feel. And that is one of the things that I do know that they look at. Yeah. 
Well, I learned something. <laughs> I learned something because I think I've had a podcast about nine months ago, you know, UGC. And I got really interested, so interested that like we, we created a few videos and I was like, I submitted one to get ads and it did not work. So there is yeah, and they're, and they're terrible about telling you why it gets rejected. Oh like, my they goodness. Don't, don't get me started on that. So yeah, he, like that was one of the things I used to do is teach. Here's a whole list of rejection reasons. Don't do this. Um, just like they're terrible at telling you, like my Mexico account is suspended. We don't really sell in Mexico and I can't for the life of me figure out what they want. I'm making small improvements, but I don't know. I'm, I'm about to give up and just hire someone. <laughs> that might be easier. Less frustrating. Yeah. So why do you think that Amazon is targeting brands for advertising, like specifically like, you know, branded placements where like, you know, it's not always like showing you a product. It's, it's leading you to a store, which could be many things. Like why does Amazon lean into branded so much? I think that, like you said before, like advertising is their largest revenue earner. So they're leaning into branding type elements because it looks less obtrusive, right? It's, you've already got the sponsor product ad placements that a lot of shoppers don't know that they're ads. It looks pretty organic because it just shows up in the, you know, along with the rest of the products, search results page, but you know, anything outside of that in order to make it, they're trying to make appealing and attractive and engaging. That's the only way they can get away with adding more and more different campaign types really, because if they just added, like think about the left-hand side of the screen when you're shopping on Amazon, typically on the search result page, you'll see like one ad or even on the product detail page, you'll see one ad on the left-hand side. Like if they just added a bunch more, like how annoying would that be, right? People would be yeah. like, this, this is annoying. They're leaning more towards branding type, lifestyle imagery, custom videos that look more and more like commercials. <laughs> like they're leaning heavily into that, honestly, I think so that the shoppers will enjoy the experience still shopping on Amazon. So that being said, another thing that I'm noticing trend-wise is they're going to be focusing more and more on brand registered sellers because those brand registered sellers are the ones that can run these branding types of campaigns. So I see more and more resources being dedicated to, at least from the ads perspective, to brand registered sellers. And yeah. to me, I kind of get the feeling that they're going to start, I don't want to say ignoring non-brand registered sellers, but they're definitely going to put more time and energy into brand registered sellers than not. Yeah. No, absolutely. Those are the people that are playing for lifetime value. Right. So. Mm -hmm. Advertising yeah. can mean something different. Totally. Now, if you want to study Amazon right now, they're still like, imagine how Google and Facebook felt when they were like, oh my goodness, we're sitting on a $20 billion business. Right. That's how, that's how Amazon feels with advertising. And yeah. I don't want to argue they are still under investing into it. I know mm -hmm. they're investing in it, but like just to grow, you know, by $10 billion in a year on digital products, like a click is just like, you know, essentially 100% mm -hmm. margin. Yeah. They could shovel as much resources in here. They are. They're notoriously are known for withholding a lot of uh, information, but they're launching more and more things. Like, oh, I know. agree. What this has actually happened a few times this year. I get asked by like Wall Street types, like just questions about Amazon. And mm -hmm. when I talk about, advertising like you know i do say they innovate faster here than anywhere else right now mm -hmm. every yep. month they are trying to raise more data more tools. yeah yeah 100 it's it's interesting you know dsp is a whole other you know playing field for, for ppc but i do see 
for their sponsored display targeted campaigns there, there's more and more levers there's more and more audience segmentation things that are similar to their dsp platform and they're making it more and more things available just yeah. to brand registered sellers and that's pretty cool i mean it's a lot and it can be confusing but you know to me like data nerd guy that likes advertising like this is really cool that they're adding all these new different features for that used to only be available for something like you know on the dsp platform well, I'm going to uh, throw you a curveball, so, so uh -oh. change the subject a little bit. <laughs> you know, someone's probably one person's going to roll their eyes. and Maybe that person's me. It's not. I'm, I'm teasing. I, I enjoy this. But like, so AI, people can't, can't shut up about it because you can sound smart when you talk about it. It absolutely has a place. I use it. I've uh, ranked articles in Google with, you know, chat GPT. Nice. Uh, it's got places. It's got all sorts of places. What do you see AI playing in the evolution of, uh, you know, this conversation? So, yeah, when it comes to PPC, like I really, I've been to a couple of conferences, you know, recently that, that we talked about earlier, but it's really amazing. Some of the things that I've seen it do, but it's really in support of the work that people are already doing manual work. Like I literally saw it create a brand new listing from scratch, like with some parameters, you have to put the right prompts. Um, into it when I mean, prompts are the, are the right questions basically but you know with a couple of different asins to review like it literally can write the entire bullets in the product description and it's optimized right because you tell it to optimize it for the yeah. keyword so it's a tool it's as smart as you the inputs are if it's yeah. great input it's going to give you really solid output yeah but so the speed we actually, at which i saw do that and then yeah. you know something that would take me you know if a couple hours to do, you know, you, yeah. using different tools to do different research. It has access to all those things as well. To me, I mean, ad copy, like coming up with ad copy, you've got, you know, for sponsored brand campaigns, it's like, you know, what should it say? You know, I've got limited data point here, but so, the back end keyword page, same thing. Like, yeah, what should I have I, in my I, search terms? I have, it's actually really good for like, you know, ideation. Uh, Mm -hmm. you know, I went to chat GPT and I was like, okay, give me 10 titles for this. And then mm -hmm. you're like, Ooh, I like this. Like, okay, now give me 10 titles for this. Use this word and this word. Yep. And it's great. <laughs> yeah. I, again, I've seen it for anything involving language. Like, you know, if you're running PPC, all your main keywords, if you're in the U S yeah, you should have really good, strong keywords, but they should also probably be in Spanish. Got a lot of Spanish speakers here. So like really quickly translate all those things for you. Really, again, fine tune your back end keyword page, which I see a lot of sellers still ignore, you know, the fields in the back end keyword page. And again, with the right prompts, really quickly do something that it might take you yeah, maybe or yourself like a few hours to do. So keyword research, you know, when it comes to affecting PPC directly, again, with a few solid, you know, lists, it's able to really kind of go through and find you know, solid keywords that maybe you wouldn't have found or as quickly, you know, to try to testing. Um, ASIN research, same thing for your product, your product targeting type campaigns for PC. It's really good at, again, with the right prompts, finding maybe potentially other ASINs that you can use in your PPC campaigns. So it's like a super strong VA. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that yeah. really, you know, any, I don't want to say dare, I don't want to say any, but pretty um, much any task that you give a VA, you could probably find with ChatGPT and plugins, like it will do it. Image creation, right? We could we could have a whole episode on image creation. Lifestyle imagery is going to be super easy for people to do yeah. now with just a few, 
images and I, I i still feel like you know it is very useful we're still in our infancy totally. i can't wait for someone to like make this even easier right now like there is some skill to like get what you want accomplished yeah. to know like oh here's the different tools here's how to use them best let's make mm -hmm. this even easier like if you jump in mid-journey um i've yeah. done that and like i'm like okay join this discord go into a chat channel type this in and like blah, like you get really cool stuff but you yeah, do i i like I like the user experience. The user experience can be a little bit better. It could be. There's another tool out there called Pebbly, which I think is like yeah. Midjourney, but I like it better. It's okay. It's good, good, good. Midjourney <laughs> can get. It should get better. It will, and it, yeah, like you said, this is all interesting, but still, I'll pay, I'll pay for better. You know, I'll, um, absolutely. <laughs> so, so yeah, as far as that goes, I don't see it completely yet taking over like all the operations or optimizations required to run your ppc account i want to say we're a few years away from that hopefully you know keeps me working but as far as a support yeah absolutely but you know ppc is and it, of course there's lots of tools out there that are really good at managing like you know i i helped build one at um, helium 10 but even as i was there like i still said hey yeah again create rule right in this tool in the software and yes, you can automate a lot of the things, but really you should be looking at the stuff. There should be some brain that says, okay, this is what the tool's finding for me, but you know, I know that we went out of stock on this product on this date, so I'm not gonna um, all this down or what have you because it's, there's, yeah, there's right, reason. Yeah. Or it's yep. seasonal or you got delisted. I, or... Every few months have a chance to jump into our advertising on our private label brand. And I'm like, I learn a little bit more and there are some things I don't care who you are. A, a machine just will not do quite as well right. as a human because it won't make smart bets. You won't be like, hey, you know what? I know we are better than our competition. I just know it. I know that like someone that types in this search query, yeah. Yeah. we will win. And there's some other queries. I'm like, oh, we have a chance. You know, it's, it's competitive. You're right. So it's those types of insights that like, I don't know. Yeah, I think what you're saying is like people need to invest a little bit into understanding. Absolutely. And it's it's far too nuanced for, I think, for AI to be able to do completely at any time soon. Yep. And when you're, uh, yeah, when you're putting money there, like, yeah, it does actually matter. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, it's not like, you know, we're talking about images and copy and things like that. That's not necessarily going to break the bank. In fact, that those things are actually saving you money, right? You managing a PPC? No, that is actually your money. So yeah. you got to be more careful with that. And I still prefer some automation, but with human oversight. Yeah, um, I actually am all over on this debate. You know, I've come in and like a lot of tools. I like them. The tools also can make you lazy. Yep. And I've seen us make mistakes and like, oh, the tool didn't actually do this one as what this one specific thing as well as just just doing it ourselves. Mm -hmm. So. Mm -hmm and hundreds yeah. of dollars later yeah right you kind of just have to be like open to learn new things and hopefully you know we covered it i actually i know we did we i learned a few things on yeah. why my video got suspended and yeah <laughs> livid what a lot of wasted conversations no i'm teasing but i've had videos rejected simply because i had you know text that went below the mute button can't have text below the mute button because chopper has to be able to see the mute button that was the only thing wrong with the video and it got rejected 10 times before I figured out, oh, we just need to move the 
the text because you can have text overlay on the video. We just have to move the text out of that lower right quadrant, and then I got approved. And they didn't tell you? No, it took forever. And I literally had to talk to my Amazon ad reps oh, to figure go, that out. Yeah, I'm gonna go take a bat and go hit someone's computer. This is silly. <laughs> Vince, do you, are there any, any other trends? I mean, you're in the trenches all the time. Yeah, you know, so um, there's there's one that I'll kind of give you. I, know, I don't want to get too far in the in the woods, but with the advent of AI and with the ability to create more creative, more of it, I really kind of feel like there's going to see there's going to be a lot more innovation as far as the types of videos that sellers are creating. One idea that I like is actually leveraging your PPC data and looking at are there search terms in here that call out like a specific feature or benefit of my product that I can then put in the forefront of my video, or I can put in the in the static lifestyle imagery. Like I'll give you an example, like a bedside table, like a folding bedside table, you know, it's made of nice wood, blah, blah, blah. So you're selling it, but you look at your search term report and, you're go and you see the word folding or foldable, you have a lot of sales from that, right? But you realize, oh crap, I don't have a picture of it folded. I don't have, in my video, I don't show it folding. Right. So you can literally look at your data and, and see what's worked and be like, okay, I'm going to create some, I can create a custom video showing the folding feature and know if I target these keywords, this is how many sales I'm getting. I'm going to target this benefit or this feature. I'm going to make kind of like PPC specific camp campaigns based on certain features. I think the sellers yeah. that take it, advantage of that are, mm -hmm. are going to be. Mat matching content more specifically to yes. the ads. Yeah, because you, you can do, of course, you should be doing keyword research ahead of time. You know the keywords that you want to be, you know, selling for and all this kind of what you should do. What I'm saying is you should still be retroactively looking at your data and being like, is there anything in here that is kind of sticking out that I can then leverage with video, with a creative? And with all these new AI tools now, like I see people, it's going to be a lot easier to iterate on creating these types of campaigns. Oh, I can't wait. There's the visual part. It's good. Mm -hmm. Can't wait for it to get even better. I'm, you know, it's kind of like every three months you have to do a deep dive in AI again to see what's yeah. possible. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm playing around with a couple of tools, but yeah, it's interesting. <laughs> now, a final question. We, we were chatting about a lot of the, the conferences and trade shows that we go to. What's the next one that you're going to? Do you have any idea? You know, no, besides, besides AMZ United, because everyone listening to this, like that's the wholesale conference. <laughs> Actually, I don't need a hard sell it anymore. People know about it. And if you, if you, you know, maybe you that know. One. yeah, if I'm invited, maybe I'll, maybe I'll come to that one. <laughs> so, here's how I'll tease it to you. Did we choose New York City August 31st because of the tennis US Open? Uh, maybe I can't say yes. I can't say no, but it indications like say yes. <laughs> my wife's in the tennis. It's the only time she lets me leave the house. <laughs> there you go. There you go. That'd be great. Well, you know, I've already been to three this year and it's only, you know, the middle of the year. I haven't looked at, uh, um, uh, at anything else, but I will definitely look at that one. I love New yeah. York. No worries. I'm curious about Mina because I saw him start an agency. Yeah. Um, Trivium. Yes. And it's and grown it to what he is. He's kind of a, he's got a lot of work ethic under him. He works Absolutely. really hard. We aligned on that. We aligned on two things. Number one, he likes providing value. And that's kind of been my yep. driving force, whether it be, you know, working with my clients directly or then working at Helium 10. Providing value to me is just key. I just, we both have that work ethic and that, that viewpoint. 
and he just you know he creates a lot of content so when i became available earlier this year he basically said hey come on board help me with with ppc content i love talking about this topic i love working with the clients um he's got a, i was there too at the beginning i was one of the people that told him hey you know you got this strong product supplement industry or supplement category which is can be tough he's super strong in ppc i was one of those people who said hey yeah you should you should actually start an agency and so now i'm working with him it's kind of full circle which which is great but I mean, as I mean, as a pro, he's got you know he knows PPC backwards and forwards. He can you know through through Trivium Group, he can do the DSP like we talked about before, and he works with sellers of all sizes, small or large. And I've seen him you know really turn around some a lot of accounts. So you know for people that are looking to offset some of their PPC because it can be a lot, you know definitely Trivium Group is there to help. There's a free audit that sellers. Can, can take advantage of. They go to the website, they click the yep. link, do a free audit, completely free of charge, and really kind of just invaluable to get a window from a professional into what you could be doing better is invaluable. Well, the thing is, is what can you do better? There's always room for improvement. Always, there's always. There always is. There always you, is. Even the most perfect PPC can, accounts that I've ever seen. It's like, all right, now let's look at your listing. There's, yeah, there's improvements that we could be oh, doing no, over here. You actually just gave an example of infinite work where you're yeah. like, okay, now let's segment, you know, especially if it's a, if it's a high volume product, let's segment to like colors or styles or, mm-hmm. you know, make sure mm-hmm. that whoever is searching something that they're finding exactly like your best offer, mm-hmm. matching mm-hmm. the content, like, um, with like, the search intent. So like what if someone types in uh, bed sheets black, you know mm-hmm. what? Do not you just use your generic listing on that one. You should be using right. your black. Exactly. So uh, exactly. like that, but like you, that, that you can iterate that on that many times. Well, um, Vince, thank you so much for coming on. If you guys want to reach out, Vince is uh, Montero's uh, active on LinkedIn. You could reach out, ask um, all sorts of questions. Yes. I'm happy to have you and happy to learn a few things that I did not know. Yeah, I love it. I do a monthly training series with Trivium Group too. It's called Sir Tacos Tuesday. Last Tuesday of every single month. And that's uh, all over the Trivium Group social channel. So follow okay. us there, reach out to me. But yeah, happy happy to answer questions directly from people as well through LinkedIn. Perfect. All right. Well, thanks everyone for listening. Make sure you subscribe. We got weekly episodes about selling on Amazon and specifically how you can make your business better tomorrow. With that, we'll wrap up. Thanks, everyone, and have a great day. One, two, three.